This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Side Hustlers podcast. I am your host, Carla Murray, actually coming to you from New Jersey right now because I am home for the holidays at my parents' house. So if you hear some background noise, it's my mom cooking. So what we've been doing with the last episode and this episode is giving you the best of 2019, some of the best moments, the best clips of some of your favorite side hustlers. Now, these are some of my favorite moments, some of my producer's favorite moments, and some of your favorite moments. You're going to hear from people like Alana from Radiate Healthy Living. We've got Kelly from Rollick, which is crazy because now she's become a friend of mine. And to think I met her the day she walked in on this podcast. Mitch from Savage Oats. Emily from Art of Sucra, who later down the line ended up spinning cotton candy at one of my other live podcasts. We've got Mark from Hiking for Donuts. Christy and Brooke with Studio Life. Mike Meredith, the creator of the new and amazing Side Hustlers Low Logo, Shanika with Cake Kernels, Kim with Fresh Tangerine, Sarah from Lemon PR, and Laura Vanderkam is going to drop another time management nugget for us. So it's a really cool episode. I hope you enjoy it. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get off your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. 
It's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. We kicked off 2019 the way everyone kicks off every year, getting our lives mentally and physically on track. That's why I sat down with Alana, the creator behind RadiateHealthyLiving.com. Alana uses her blog, Radiate Healthy Living, to teach people how to live a healthier life. To date, she is our youngest side hustler and our only side hustler who's currently an undergrad. Alana, like all side hustlers, has a very positive outlook on life and she's passionate about what she does. Yeah, I try to invest in what I can, you know, like kind of prioritize, like things that would, you know, like, oh, I need this. But also a motto that I've been living by recently, though, and Uh-oh. it's something I, I heard out of podcast. It was, so you could be an amateur or you could be a professional. And so I've been like kind of using this for everything I do, you know? So like for my website, okay, could you either look very amateur, it could look more professional. And I just, it's like one or a hundred, you know? I'm stealing it. I'm stealing it. I'm going to use it every episode. (laughs) One of the things you said in email to me, and I love it because I read it and I was like, damn, this girl gets it. And I love her. And I, I like, I felt like I was reading an email to myself written by myself and you said if I was doing any less I would feel like I wasn't doing enough when you're passionate about Mm -hmm. something I guess it never feels like you're doing too much or maybe that's just me it's not just you it's anyone who has a passion who understands that what they're doing can make a difference and that they love doing what they're doing and that is totally you and the fact that you have a side hustle in college on top of like all the other things you're doing is insane. And I'm like almost scared to see where you're going to go because you're going to take over things. You're probably going to steal my job and that's fine. Whatever. No. You deserve it. <laughs> no way. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I guess it is everybody who has, you know, I feel like everybody is passionate about something. Sometimes it takes a little longer to like of find course. what you're passionate of. It's the whole idea of like really like going within. And, you know, for me, something happened that kind of got me to of question everything. But yeah, it's just one of those things where I feel like I could be like really tired, but I still want to be, you know, editing the website like at 1 a.m. because (laughs) I wanted to get it done and and doing everything at once. Maybe it's because also I'm like in the early stages. So I just feel like there's so much like foundation that I want to have. There's a lot. Yeah. I met Kelly, the creator of the online boutique Rollick, the day we recorded her episode. And since then, we've actually become friends. We've worked on several events together. I've even modeled clothes for Rollick and worn them in my everyday life. Now you can support Kelly at shoprollick.com. That's R-O-L-L-I-C-K. When Kelly realized she didn't fit into the fashion industry, she created her own space and built Rollick. As I was doing this like soul searching going through this branding school, yeah, I really kind of found that like what sets me apart and what I'm passionate about is I'm just kind of weird and I really <laughs> and <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> just like going through all that interviewing process where I was like, I don't fit in with these people. They don't like me, obviously. This just this isn't working. And, you know, I've always been known to just kind of be enjoy a good pun as you've if you checked out the website you <laughs> yes. probably recognize. I just feel like in the fashion world there's so much like it girl mentality where it's there's a serious girl in size zero and like lo- looking really yep. serious and cool and like oh we should all try to be just like her and I don't like that I think that you should be able to be yourself and wear things that make you feel like the hot mama that you are <laughs> and and yeah and just do you is kind of my tagline I just feel like that's what fashion is there for it contribute to you as a person and not try to make you be the person that can wear those clothes so you have a part of shoprolic.com that has a blog specifically. Mm-hmm. So do you write all of those? 
I do. Yeah. <laughs> did you have something that was, or was did I just see that on Instagram? It was how to not be an it girl. Yes. Yes. That's so. Give me some of those tips off the top of your head. You don't have to go into all of it. Oh gosh. But. Yeah. I mean, they were pretty. It, it was basically kind of breaking down what an it girl is okay. and kind of what that whole stereotype that they've created is, just in the fashion industry right. in general. I, I believe. But yeah, just to not be an it girl. I mean, it just means to. Be your own damn unicorn and like uh, sing karaoke and do the ugly dance moves and like <laughs> feel no regrets and no remorse for being so unap- unapologetically you. Kind of all there is to it really is just, you know, knowing yourself, knowing what makes you happy and surrounding yourself with those people and not try- aspiring. You know, it's so hard nowadays with social media to not get caught up in like wanting yeah. the lifestyle or the body or the family or whatever it is that other people have. I think it's important to take a step back. Have a little gratitude for what you do have and also recognize that you are a badass boss babe in your own right. Who doesn't love cotton candy? Emily doesn't. And she's the owner of Art of Sucra, an artisanal cotton candy company. I'm not kidding. She hates cotton candy, but loves making it. Emily is the sweetest, and the pun is kind of intended there. She even spun cotton candy at a live podcast event that I did in Cleveland this summer for my other podcast, My Day Friday. Emily has made cotton candy for big names like Ariana Grande, some of the professional sports teams in Cleveland, but she also works kids' birthday parties, uh, holiday parties, markets in Cleveland. She's everywhere. You can see Emily's work at artofsucra.com. That's S-U-C-R-E. Emily knew she wanted to do something creative, but she has a very unconventional way of how she launched her side hustle, Art of Sucra. Honestly, the science is absolutely the same as the one that you had when you were a kid. And the whole machine only has two buttons, one for heat and one for the motor to spin. And that's really it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you but you had to teach yourself obviously how to do this like you can't there's no cotton candy classes. No, unfortunately, there are not. Maybe I should start those. Yes. Um, right. Welcome. I had like all of my business in place, the name, the LLC, everything. And I had never spun a cone of cotton candy. So I purchased my machine right after that. And that's right. Husband- Do you realize like your story is actually crazy? I'm aware. <laughs> like, what if you sucked at it and you went through all this stuff to get the business? Yeah, that, I mean, that was a real possibility. And I worried about that. And part of me at the time thought, like, what did I have to lose? It was something that I was really excited about. I saw the potential when not a lot of other people did. And so I was bound to determine to figure it out. And I watched a lot of YouTube videos. So in the beginning, I had bought like my first machine, my first batch of sugar. And I made a huge batch and a bunch of different flavors for my parents. And I brought it over to their house. And it was just in Ziploc bags. It wasn't anything official. And I'm so excited waiting on the edge of my seat. And they both take a big bite and get this horrified look on their face. And they were like, ah. Uh. Yeah, maybe we should go back to the drawing board on this. This doesn't taste good. And I'm like, are they messing with me? Is are, is this being serious? And my mom goes, no, it tastes really burnt. So I, at that point, start to panic. Thankfully, I didn't have any events booked yet. I was very <laughs> intentional, intentional about not yeah. doing that before I kind of knew what I was doing. So I ended up going with a whole different company, ordering all new sugar, different flavor, different everything. And I did it again. And they said, no, this is it. You can absolutely move forward. 
The man behind my Side Hustlers podcast logo, the one you're looking at right now, is Mike Meredith. He's also the person who does all of the branding for my morning show, The Carla Marie and Anthony Show. Now, while Mike's not necessarily a side hustler, he's one of the people I had on the podcast this year to teach you and other side hustlers and other people wanting to have a side hustle the importance of branding your business and how the design process works. There's definitely some some roadblocks you hit just kind of thinking there's a big common misconception with design nowadays just because the market is so saturated you know you have people you know learning at home you know not going to college and going to like uh an art school like you have the uh, you have a ton of people doing this now what separates the good from the bad are the people that take time and kind of think through things design isn't just like putting it into photoshop hitting a button and then sending it out there's you know methodology to it there's the science of the colors behind it there's how fonts look larger and bigger so all that needs to be considered when even you know sketching out your first couple your first logo that you create is never the one that goes is (laughs) chosen ever yeah no one's ever like cool thanks bye (laughs) yeah exactly young designers learn that you Mm. always get your shitty one out of the way first I mean, I'm joking around, but actually that's... It's true. That's really true. We used to do uh, critiques in college. You would always bring a couple uh, for everyone to critique. Our professors would always say, do one that is just like extremely expected. Get it out of the way. Get it out of your brain. Let everybody hate it. And then you can move on and kind of get to the more interesting stuff. So yeah, that was... I still use that to this day. I kind of, whenever I'm making a graphic. Oh, you're teaching us the tricks. How you mind I know. Am I giving it away? I mean... (laughs) I'm not a professor. No one take this uh, info. Shanika's day job is doing customer service for a software company, but her side hustle is totally opposite. She recently launched a gourmet popcorn company called Cake Kernels. She sells it on Etsy. You can find it through her Instagram, Cake Kernels. Shanika is 40 years old and just found her side hustle. She proves you can start something you love at any point in your life. You know how you always say, what would, what would you tell your 16-year-old self? Yeah. You know, you're like, girl, it's okay. It's not as serious. None of these people you're going to see ever again in I high school. I say that all the time. <laughs> None of these people you're going to see yourself yep. in high school. You're actually going to listen to yourself and do what you love to do. No matter what people are yeah. telling you, you're going to do. So, yeah, I definitely like, I don't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> no, and it's awesome. And I love that you, you know, you had your career and you still have mm-hmm. your career and you have your mm-hmm. kids. And then you... You kind of did this. There's so many people I feel are like out of college, like I have to do all of it. I'm 22 uh-huh. years old. I've got the career, but I also need to start a side hustle. No one says you have to do all of that right. at 22. Like you can no. figure things out and figure out what you're passionate about, which your passions will change at some point. Exactly. I think people don't tell, which I try to tell our kids that you're, it's going to be, our, it's always going to be changing. You're, yeah. you're not even going to be yourself. You're not going to be the same person five years from now. I'm not even going to be the same person. So just enjoy and just stop being, stop taking it so seriously. It's not the end of the world. You shouldn't have your life together. No matter what people say, there's some people around here that's 55 years old. They don't have their life together. Yep. It looks like it, but they don't. Mm. So I just want to always tell my kids, just make sure you do something that you enjoy. You know, the first like 20 or 30 and 30, you're just trying to focus on that grind. Yeah. Supporting your kids and making sure they're good, you know, and you don't think about your dreams until you get around about like, you know, like this was five years ago where you're like, hold up, I have a talent here. Why am I not using it? It might not be conventional, but I have a talent. Kim started her jewelry company, Fresh Tangerine, as a side hustle years ago. It began in her apartment in Portland, Oregon with a $200 investment. 
Now Kim is based in Seattle. She's got two brick and mortar stores. She sold in stores across the country and she sold online nationwide at freshtangerine.com. But it's no longer just Kim packing orders in her apartment. She has a full team, which is a very scary thing for a business owner. I think that hiring people is one of the most challenging things that any entrepreneur faces because you are like you have an emotional connection to this brand and your employees like I have the best team in the whole world and they love coming to work but their relationship with Fresh Tangerine is different than mine and it should be I mean it it should be yeah my relationship is a very you know personal one I started it from nothing but they're coming in at the time that they're coming in and they should be able to feel however they want about it and so it's been a hard lesson but I've slowly learned to like let go of things and, you know, jobs that don't excite me when someone's doing them for the first time are really exciting and they deserve the opportunity to, you know, be able to do something that excites them too. Mark combined his two loves to create his side hustle, hiking and donuts. Hiking for donuts is a blog that explains the best hikes and the best donuts. And Mark also sells merch that says hiking for donuts. This summer, I listened to one of Mark's recommendations when I visited a donut shop while hiking at Rocky Mountain National Park. I even wore my hiking for donuts tank top that day. You can shop at hikingfordonuts.com. Mark has advice for anyone with a passion for anything. If I can go up there and, you know, do like a 10 mile hike and then I'm just going to go back and have a donut, you know, why can't everyone else just do the same thing? Like be active, you know, live your lifestyle, do what you want. That's just kind of the vibe of the hiking for donuts is, you know, just encourage people, you know, do you can fit everything and you can do what you want. You have goals to go and travel. You can get it done. Christy and Brooke are two friends who created Studio Life, a space for people to be creative. They have events and classes for people to learn about everything from painting to leadership to how to make a charcuterie board. At least two of the people who have been guests on this podcast have held classes at Studio Life. Go to StudioLifeSeattle.com to see their current class schedule and book a class. Christy and Brooke know the importance of networking and connecting with people. The idea of nothing is wasted. Every interaction you have with people, I I think we look back and it weaves this story tapestry that we could have never, (laughs) we could never orchestrate it on our own. And that's true to everyone's lives. And so I think when you, when you end up crossing paths with people who are just genuinely collaborators and look, you know, it's an all boats rise situation Mm -hmm. when people are looking out for the best. I need to we add have a number of stories like that. I need to, sorry, I need to add nothing is wasted to my vision board. Cause yeah. I feel like at the end of the day, yes. if you just tell yourself that yeah. after you've had a crappy day, it's like yeah. something will come up today. Yep. I may not ever know what it was, but something yep. no, will. You never and even predict. if it was the kindness you showed to somebody that, you know, mm-hmm. set, off a passerby, set off something for them. I mean, it's not like we're thinking like that on, on a daily basis, but, but it's true at the end of a bad day to <laughs> think, well, <laughs> Well, nothing's wasted. Maybe. Maybe some of it. Maybe some of it was today. Hopefully some of it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. The classes when I'm drinking my wine and doing my paint. I, hey, I'll walk out of there with a painting. At least I'll remember that the next morning. I'll have a little token. Something happened. I don't know what, but something Where'd happened. Where'd that gold come from? <laughs> You may have heard the term overnight oats. They are very trendy, but they can be a pain in the butt to make. That's where Mitch comes in. He created his own oats company, Savage Oats, so that you don't have to do all of the work just to eat healthy. Mitch launched Savage Oats while having a full-time job 
and working as a personal trainer. Savage Oats tastes awesome and they're easy to make. You can get yours, savageoats.com. And if you need a day-to-day game plan, Mitch is your guy. He explains how he runs his own business, has a full-time job and a part-time job. For me, it's it's really about like figuring out, I every day I write down, what are my three targets? So Ooh, I like that. So what yeah. are like the big three things I got to get down? It's It's different each day, you know? Like I've got all these different things, so like, Today, maybe it's, I got to really do these important things for, for Savage Oats. Tomorrow, maybe it's not. And, and it's like, I really got to write up this plan for this person. Uh, so it, it's really just about like seeing what needs to get done, what's, what's important, and then prioritizing that and, and writing it down. Like, that's huge. If I don't do that, no. it's 2.30 and I'm like, I don't what even did I know. Do yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Three targets, three things. I think uh, Danielle A. Vincent, she was an author that I had on this podcast last summer, and she said something like, "Write, make a list of the things you want to do that day. If you don't get to them d- that day, throw out that list. Right. If you forget that you need to do them at some point, you actually never needed to do them. And I was like, oh my God, that's so scary, but you're not wrong. Like, Pick your list of, pick your small things, and if you don't do them, you don't do them. And they weren't meant to be done. And when you remember that you have to do them, you'll do them. I loved talking to Erin, the owner of Yay Parties, a vintage furniture rental company. She buys pieces of furniture and rents them for events and photo shoots. You can actually see her entire inventory or rent from her. It's at yayparties.com. She's also a mom and a wife and actually had her kid in studio while we did this podcast. And I love her for that. But Erin has a very clever way of how she marketed her business and grew her client list. Gosh, it's been a learning experience because I love doing this. And I'm so, I have to say like my husband has been so encouraging, so helpful and knows that this is really important for me, for my like mental health, yeah, all of the above, all of just, just good things that, but we definitely have moments where we sit down and we're like, okay, you know, I, the first event season, you know, when you're building your business, you got to take what you can get. Yeah, of everything. course, you're really not going to turn much away and you really shouldn't, I would say. But I had to let some of that go a little bit. And even now I've discovered that I have to set aside weekends in the summer that's just for our family. We plan, you know, little camping trips or whatever, or even just weekends that we don't do anything just really intentionally. So being intentional with my time is really important because I do care about my family first and foremost. And, you know, something has to give. And this little business is really important to me. But I also know that if I sacrifice my family for it, it's not going to be worth it in the end. I sent 75 handwritten postcards with images on it of my you know, items and me introduced myself and I asked to have coffee with them. That's amazing (laughs) because there's these little things like that little nugget right there that, that no one would have really known about you or no one would have thought that's a great way to get out there. Who would have thought a postcard? Most of us are sending emails or DMS and that at this point is so impersonal. I think it gets lost. I think it's lost in the noise. So do you think whatever money you spent on postcards, postage, and maybe getting coffee with those people was worth it in the end? I think that that was one of my biggest growth moments for my business. Now, out of the 75, how many people did you hear back from? Or about how many? Five. But truthfully, out of one of those five, I got like three jobs and it grew from there. Yep. And so I think that that's something that's that's really valuable is don't be afraid of those 
or thinking that that one or two connection points is not going to be worth it. Sarah Lemon is the creator of Lemon PR. Now, I originally wanted her to come on Side Hustlers to talk about the importance of public relations and what it is. We always hear PR. We always hear public relations. But why does a company need a PR person? Sarah has worked with big companies and small companies. One of her clients is actually Kim from Fresh Tangerine. Sarah also explained during her episode that side hustles can be anything you want them to be. I just think that, you know, side hustles, everyone kind of assumes that you've got like this huge, like 80 hour job. And then maybe you're doing the side hustle on the side. Side hustles can be whatever you want. They can be any category of work. They can be any time allotment that you have. Like I have a side hustle of Seattle Green Laker, this great little blog that I don't know. It's kind of like my third little baby. It's all talking about the Green Lake community. We set that out not thinking we'd have advertisers. We have occasional advertisers on it. Like I just did it because I missed journalism and I loved all of that. Lemon PR and what I've been able to do to work with the small businesses, to work with the family owned businesses, to work with the farmers mm-hmm. and the people that are growing our food. It's been so fulfilling. And it's it's funny because it feel, I mean, this is my career is PR. Yeah. But after having two kids, you know, where you're just like your mornings start out with like, oh, my gosh, let Screaming. me just get out of the house <laughs> and not be covered in blueberries. You know, like <laughs> you'll leave with like a big thing on your on your shirt of like, who knows what from like them and you're just like I love you but oh my god I just want to walk out the door and look like a respectable human you know (laughs) but yeah I think just you know being able to do what you love in a way that is on your own terms that you're proud of at the end of the day like that's the ultimate side hustle and I don't ever want to be a huge agency I just want to do this by myself because I can and I can scale up and scale down and also I think it's just really important like I I respect stay-at-home moms, but I would go crazy. And I want my kids to know that I worked my butt off for them. Yeah. Too. One of the things I did with the Side Hustlers podcast this year was talk to people who weren't necessarily side hustlers, but could help out side hustlers. And Laura Vanderkam was one of those people because she studies time management. I know personally, I need to be better at my time management. And so do most side hustlers. I mean, you have two jobs. And that's why I wanted everyone to hear from Laura. She's got the Before Breakfast podcast on iHeartRadio. And every episode is little time management tips. And if you're listening to this right now over the holidays, you probably have some time off. But how are you spending your free time? Laura has a tip on how to be a better person with your free time. So for one of my books, which was called Off the Clock, I had 900 busy people track their time for a day. And I found something interesting, which is that the people who had the most abundant perspective on time were more likely to spend their leisure time with friends and family, like interacting, doing stuff with these people. Whereas people who had the most scarce perspective on time, who felt like they were starved for time, were more likely to spend their leisure time, you know, online or, you know, in other screens, uh, but, but spending it with, with screens as opposed to with real people. Right. And, you know, these people were all equivalently busy. Like, you know, we weren't, it wasn't like the people who were spending time with friends and family had gobs of time and the screen time people had none. Like everyone had about the same amount of free time. It's just what you choose to do with it um, vastly, you know, changes your, your experience with it. And so if you're the kind of person who's like, yeah, you know, I, take my family out to do fun stuff on Monday nights, or, you know, I go out and have dinner with friends, or I go to salsa dancing lessons or whatever it is. Like, it's hard to tell yourself you have no time. Whereas you can fully convince yourself that you have no time if you're sitting there scrolling around on Twitter for an hour, even though you had an hour, 
but like you can, oh, I'm so busy. I don't know. It's because it's like close to your inbox or something. And so it still feels like maybe you're working. Right. I don't know. So, you know, there, both can have a place in your life. I certainly am not saying don't be on social media. I'm on it professionally as, yeah. as you are. And I've met many wonderful people online. Um, it enables all sorts of amazing, amazing things. Oh, absolutely. The key is just making sure that you don't skimp on the in-person part of your life in order to spend more time in the online part. And the online part is so easy that it will naturally take most of it unless you are careful about it. So, you know, challenging people to put stuff in your life, like, you know, join that choir, join that bowling league, um, you know, do a book club with your friends, uh, go to happy hour with your coworkers. You know, I I have kids, like I I, people listen, it was easier for her to say, if you have kids, you can't do any of that. That's not true. You can. (laughs) And, you know, you can involve your family and stuff too. Like you spend time with your family doing stuff rather than being on Twitter. Uh, So it's (laughs) like, it's the difference between spending an evening on, you know, hosting a dinner party or like being on Instagram looking at photos of other people's dinner parties. Like they're, they're both an enjoyable way to spend your evening, but mm. one is a lot more memorable and, and fulfilling. truly yeah. fulfilling than, than the other. Thank you for listening to some of my favorite side hustlers. Shout out to my producer, Houston, for putting all of this together because it is a lot. And if you want to hear anyone, we've got another episode of your favorites coming up. Reach out to me on Instagram. It's at the Carla Marie. Let me know who you want to hear. Let me know what you think of these episodes because it helps us planning things for next year. Should we do more episodes where we are compiling a bunch of people together? Let me know. It's at the Carla Marie on Instagram. And until next week, keep hustling. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.